Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up everyone? Welcome back to another video here on fancyfootballscout.co.uk. I had a week off as I was on holiday, but today we are back to have a look at a few best transfer targets going into the final three game weeks before the World Cup. Of course, the World Cup takes place after game week 16 and we get unlimited transfers or basically a wild card, which means there's no point looking at any players' fixtures after that and we only need to focus on the next three game weeks in game week 14, 15 and 16. So today, I'm going to take you through five top transfer targets in a variety of positions, a variety of price points that I think you should consider buying into your FPL team. Those five we're going to talk through are Diego Dallo, Phil Foden, Bakaya Saka, a differential in Dominic Calvert-Lewin, followed by Marcus Rashford. Manchester United generally a team that we'll talk about a lot. So let's get into the fixtures first of all of why I picked these five before deep diving into them all. So we've got the fixtures up on here now and Dominic Calvert-Lewin is probably the name you're already looking at in the five transfer targets. The one big differential we've got in there and you're probably wondering why I'm recommending him. That is because Everton come top of the Fancy Football Scout fixture ticker over the next three weeks. Again, only three weeks of information that we need to look at. 14 through to 16 because of the World Cup. Fulham, Leicester and Bournemouth in those three for Everton. Dominic Calvert-Lewin coming back from injury as well could be a really nice option. The other ones that we have looked at, Manchester City and Phil Foden coming in second. Again, a really nice run of fixtures for them. Third, we have Manchester United. Again, they did have that Chelsea fixture in game week 13 that we were hoping and we were looking forward to getting over before we wanted to invest in some of the assets. West Ham, Aston Villa and Fulham in their next three, both defensively and going forward. They look really solid and some very, very affordable options. And then finally, we have Arsenal, we have Nottingham Forest and Southampton, both at home between now and the World Cup. So a very nice run of fixtures for all of the four teams that we are looking from players for. There are other teams on here, some at the bottom of the list like Leicester and Fulham that we might be a little bit more invested in at the moment. So hopefully we're going to focus on five players I think can do really, really well and explode over the next three weeks. So we're going to start with Manchester United and Diego Dallo. Again, we've spoken about their fixtures. West Ham this week and two green fixtures after that. Diego Dallo has scored 40 points so far this season. 3.6 points per start for a 4.6 million defender is absolutely nothing to complain about. One assist and 1.5 expected goal involvement so far this season and no goal so far. So he has slightly underperformed his numbers. And if you look at those fixtures between now and game week 16, 
if you are looking for a cheap defender, he is probably the one that I would go and buy. Now, you do need to bear in mind the slight caveat with Diego Dallo is he is on four yellow cards. If he picks up a yellow card in any of the next two games, he will then miss a fixture, which is the only thing to be concerned about. You could also look at his teammate, Luke Shaw, who does look to be nailing down that left back spot with Malassia not performing nearly as well as maybe Ten Hag would have hoped him for and Manchester United fans would have hoped for him as well. So Luke Shaw looks nailed on that left-hand side, but he is slightly more expensive than you get with Diego Dallo. Diego Dallo, even as a Chelsea fan, I have to say, really impressed me in that match. The attacking threat that he showed getting up that right-hand side, plus the amount of tackles and interceptions he was putting in, he'll do good for bonus points as well for that prize. So Diego Dallo, if you're looking for any defender at the moment, there are other rotation-prone options, like you could potentially go in on Tottenham, Perisic, Doe, Sessegnon or Emerson Royale although they're rotating and not defending that well you could go to Arsenal but they do have a Chelsea fixture in there as well you could go to Liverpool but again mixed performances so I do like the Manchester United defence with their three nice run of fixtures Next up, we go to Manchester City and I find it a little bit difficult to talk about Phil Foden after his benching that we got in game week 13. I, like many people, decided to bring in Phil Foden into my team for a one-point return as Pep Roulette striked. Again, he had a week off, didn't play midweek because there was the game week 12 fixture cancelled, but he still got benched despite his form. Now, I did watch the performances of Grealish and Mahrez and think there's no chance that this keeps Foden out of the team given how well Foden was performing compared to the other two so it may be a slight tactical thing in that game but I do expect Foden to come back in and that is why he is in here 65 points so far this season he's up to 8.4 million but still an absolute bargain at his price I think 6.4 points per start with six goals and four assists now he is massively outperforming his expected goal involvement but you do expect that from a top top player like Foden like Haaland like Kevin De Bruyne all of these players you expect to outperform their numbers now some of you might be thinking Kevin De Bruyne scored this week why am I not talking about Kevin De Bruyne as my midfielder now he's very much more expensive and Foden at a cheaper price I do think will match him if not outperform him over the next three Kevin De Bruyne's actual expected goals and the way he's performing in matches is not that great he scored a screamer in game week 13 but actually the amount of chances he has to score goals is not that high he tends to be the provider and the assister for Manchester City at the moment a lot of time assisting Erling Haaland but also Phil Foden when he's on the pitch is definitely going to be involved so at a cut price of four million less than you have to pay for Kevin De Bruyne, given that Foden has now had his so-called rest or whatever it was that Pep gave him in game week 13, I do think Foden is still my number one transfer target given the next three fixtures that Manchester City have. If you are looking for a midfielder and you have the price and you have the money for Phil Foden, he is the number one option I think I'd buy at the moment. Now we go to another hot game week 13 transfer target that I still think is a fantastic option going into game week 14 as well. And that is Bakayo Saka and Arsenal generally. Now they did drop points for one of the first times this season against Southampton in that one all draw. However, Nottingham Forest and Wolves in their next three are two really good games that I particularly think the next one against Nottingham Forest, Saka and Arsenal could go and get some good points in there. Again, 64 points so far this season. Very similar 
similar to Phil Foden, 5.8 points per start. So started slightly more games, so points per start is slightly lower with four goals and five assists. Again, having expected numbers very similar to what you get with Phil Foden as well. Didn't get anything in game week 13, but he's still a very nice option on some set pieces. Looks like he's on penalties for Arsenal as well. With Gabriel Jesus looking like he could be suspended too because he is on those four yellow cards along with Diego Dallo, Ivan Tony, and a few others as well. I do think going with Bakari Saka over Gabriel Jesus as your double up probably with Martinelli is the route that I would want to go down as well as this because Saka does have penalties he has that extra route to points. Again goal threat and assist potential he has shown so far this season. Arsenal are one of the best performing teams at the moment with their qualification it looks like in Europe as well they can rotate in their Europa League fixtures and then Saka, Martinelli, Odegaard, Jesus are all fit to start all of their Premier League games between now and the World Cup. Now they will be focusing on that Chelsea fixture but even then I do expect there to be chances in that game for Saka and for Arsenal. So Foden I'd probably buy over Saka just based on the fixtures but Saka is definitely one given that I've got Foden. Saka is one of my potential transfers in. Again I spoke about this in my transfer plans video which came out on my own channel as well. So go and have a listen to that if you have not already if you want a bit more detail on Saka and Foden as well. Now, next up, we have our differential in Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Hasn't started many games this season, but came back in game week 13 with a goal which helped Everton reach their 3-0 win. Now, if you haven't subscribed to Fancy Football Scout already, make sure you go and click that subscribe button and also like the video as well. Thank you all so much for the support on these videos. I hope you are liking this new series that I'm bringing to the YouTube channel this season. So, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, again... Everton come top of the fixture ticker over the next three weeks. You don't have to hold them for long, but it is a three-week punt given those Everton fixtures. If you have Ivan Tony and looking to move him on, for example, I like Calvert-Lewin alongside Mitrovic as my top forward transfer picks at the moment. Only 11 points so far this season, 4.5 points per start with one goal and zero assists. Again, the expected numbers are not there just because of the amount of fixtures he has played. However, Everton have been quietly going about their business over the past few weeks with a good few performances and Calvert-Lewin coming back to lead the line is only going to make them stronger. He's likely to be on penalties as well as he was before he got injured. It's just a really nice run of fixtures. If you are looking for a bit of a punt, you want a forward in there to replace someone else that you've got up there like Darwin if he's still injured as well like if you've got Firmino and you went on the Liverpool guys or you've got Ivan Tony, for example I really like Calvert-Lewin as a bit of a differential you might want to go a bit more mainstream and go for the likes of Schumacher at West Ham or Mitrovic if you don't have him at Fulham but a bit of a differential in here as well and definitely one I've got my eye on given their performances and his performance in game week 13. And then the final option, we start and we end in Manchester. Manchester United, we have Marcus Rashford in here. It was very close between going with Anthony, Sancho and Marcus Rashford. However, Rashford playing up front at the moment and is the cheapest of the lot he was the one that I decided to go and put in here 6.6 million 50 points so far this season 4.9 points per start his goals and assists have been quite sporadic with three goals two assists and that's quite in line with his expected numbers now the next three fixtures are really nice if Ronaldo is going to continue to be sidelined and Martial is going to remain injured it will look like Marcus Rashford will continue to lead the line for Manchester United over this run and of course a midfielder playing up front he still got those five points for 
for his goal. Still gets the three for the assist, the extra point for a goal and for a clean sheet, despite him playing up front. Now, Anthony does look like the main goal threat, but Marcus Rashford, even against Chelsea, did get chances. Definitely a differential that you could go for if you don't necessarily want to punt on Saka because some of those fixtures are a little bit more difficult and he is very mainstream. I really like what Marcus Rashford and Manchester United could do over the next three. Now, I will wait for European matches midweek before I make my decision on whether I go Saka or Rashford in my team and I will wait on Manchester United team news to know if Martial or Cristiano Ronaldo are going to be back for this one but the fixtures just mean I think there's a bit of a differential in Manchester United's attack and maybe Marcus Rashford playing up front could be the one to go for. So five top transfer targets, two for Manchester United, Diego Dallo and Marcus Rashford. We've spoken about a differential in Dominic Calvert-Lewin and then two already highly owned midfielders in Phil Foden and Saka that I still think you should be looking to target in your teams. Thank you all so much for watching. If you did enjoy the video, make sure you like the video, subscribe to Fantasy Football Scout as well and go and check out my channel if you have not already. Again, I upload three times a week and have a two-hour deadline stream every single game week. Thank you all so much for watching. Like and subscribe before you go. Good luck in the remainder of game week 13 if you have any players in West Ham Bournemouth and good luck in game week 14 when it does come around and I'll be back again next week.